0: BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Marcello. So wide
1: open, Marcello, again, AP for three.
0: Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar pregame live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU athletics. Also brought to you by quick quack car wash, fast, clean, loved everywhere. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard.
2: Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are in Stockton, California, to face the Pacific Tigers. BYU coming off a very tough loss at Santa Clara on Thursday night. It was a game. The BYU led by four with 45 seconds left, and they had possession of the basketball. Too many mistakes down the stretch, and let's be honest, give credit to the Broncos for hitting the shots that they had to as BYU lost in the final seconds of the game 77 to 76. The loss drops BYU to 17 and 5 overall and 5 and 2 in the WCC. Here's the good news it really didn't affect BYU standing from a metric standpoint at all. Let's go over what things were prior to the game and then where things stood as of Friday morning. BYU's net going into it was 28. Coming out of it, 29. So one spot difference. Ken Palm, they didn't change at all. They stayed at 23. Bracketology has BYU as an eight seed. They were a seven seed. So you drop one seed, but that's not significant. Neither is their chances of making the tournament. It was 81.8. It's down to 75.9. So really, And we had this conversation on BYU Sports Nation on Friday, you know, more of it was just the sting of losing the game that you should have won. Uh, That was more the situation than actually how it hurt you in terms of postseason opportunities. Uh, This is certainly good news in terms of BYU making the NCAA tournament. Um, Where it does hurt, however, is the race for second in the conference, the loss combined with St. Mary's come-from-behind win at San Francisco on Thursday, means that the Gales are now in second place at 4-1. and one. And yes, the lone loss is to the BYU Cougars, that game in Provo. And then BYU drops to third place at 5-2. and two. So the race for second likely comes down to the Cougars game in Moraga on February nineteenth. But in the big picture in terms of NCAA tournament and where the Cougars rank there, you know, the good news is that loss at Santa Clara did not hurt them or ding them enough to where it is substantial. All right, enough of that. Let's move on to tonight's matchup with the Tigers. BYU has already beaten Pacific when the two teams met in Provo to begin conference play back on January 6th. The Cougars won that game 73-51. The Tigers have not fared well in conference play going 0-4 in the WCC. I think we all would expect Pacific to be 0-5 after tonight, especially with a very focused BYU team looking to work out some frustration After the loss on Thursday, the Tigers, speaking of losses, have lost seven in a row dating back even before they played BYU. They've also only played two games in the past two weeks. Uh, due to COVID postponements. Pacific is led by former Utah State Aggie Alfonso Anderson at just 11 points per game. Uh, We did find out, uh, Greg Rubel tweeted this out, that Pacific's second-leading scorer, Luke Evdolovich, will not play tonight. Uh, He injured his left ankle in the loss on Thursday on the road at Portland, so uh, so they will be without their second leading score. Tonight, however, let's be honest, it's really all about BYU doing what they need to do. I, I expect, as I said, a focused team. I also expect, quite honestly, an angry BYU team, and I mean that in terms of the the hyper focus that I expect to see. For more on tonight's matchup, speaking of Greg Rubel, he caught up with assistant coach Cody Fieger, and coach
3: discussed the right way to deal with what happened at the end of the Santa Clara game. Yeah, the biggest thing is that we're just learning from it. Right, we've got to learn from it and not do that again. Because if we do that again, then then it's a huge mistake. So we just can't can't turn that into two big mistakes and uh, learn from it and have to get better. Right? I mean, one possession changes, we get one better, def- you know, transition defensive stop, you know, whatever. Any of our you know kind of screw ups, one of those goes our way, one of them changes a little bit better, we win that game. So. Um, we showed our guys a lot of the, a lot of stuff. We went through late game situations. Um, the biggest thing is we keep this team together and, you know, sign of the next game and, and get better from that. That is the benefit. It's a quick turnaround. Not a lot of time to actually wallow in what happened. You had a new scout, a new prep, and a chance to get a road split. For sure, yeah. I mean, we just got to kind of turn the page on that and learn from it. And, you know, that's something hopefully that will burn inside our guys and we'll be, you know thinking about that that we don't we don't lose that type of way ever ever again and just get better from it it bears noting too that uh, the overall strength of the west coast conference makes it
1: such that you can lose that kind of game on the road and the metrics don't really fluctuate too much Uh, they appreciate santa clara as a good opponent and byu's resume is still
3: strong enough to where again you're you're in a pretty good spot still yeah, for sure. I mean, Santa Clara's a really good team. That's not, you know, they beat TCU by 30 this year, earlier, you know. And I mean, they're a heck of a team. we got a great league. Um, it's been fun to watch. I mean, San Francisco was beating St. Mary's by 23 yesterday in the first half, and St. Mary's ended up coming, coming back to win that game. So really good teams in this league, and it's uh, it's fun to watch these games. That St. Mary's-San Francisco game you just mentioned speaks to the kind of the competition there's going to be at the top tier of this league for seeding and contending and all those kinds of things. Of things. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's going to be a <laughs> brawl every single game. You know, San Francisco, St. Mary's, both those teams and Santa Clara's right in there. And I mean, this is a really good league this year and we got to We got to come to play and focus and ready to go every game this year.
1: A well, couple thoughts about Pacific, a team that you beat at your place by 22, but it really didn't get to that margin until kind of late. They gave you a really strong first half and uh, and, and showed that uh,
3: this first-year head coach has a couple players you can work with. For sure. I mean, they are tough. They play really hard. They're really physical. Um, they had a they had a kid that, uh, number 21 Luke, I can't even say his Avdolavich. last name, Rupes. Avdolavich. Rupes, that's why you're the pro. <laughs> um, I just call him number 21. Yeah. Big-time shooter. He made made a couple uh, threes. I just think kind of surprised our guys with how quick he got off. Uh, but they got some really good players. And then this Nick Blake, he's a freshman, played at UNLV last year. Um, he's a really tough, talented player. And Jeremiah Bailey, I mean, he's been around forever, it feels like. And then Alfonso Anderson, we know him from Utah State uh, years. But they're, they're a talented team. They play hard. They play together. And like I said, they're really physical defensively.
1: So you took a bit of a shock to the system with the game you played Thursday, and they're a team looking for something positive to hold on to right now. They've lost seven in a row, and so you're facing a desperate team that uh, needs to get right at some point.
3: There can be no looking past any opponent at this point. Correct, yeah. No, we got to be locked in. we got to be ready to go. This team is, you know, they've been changing a lot of things up defensively lately, just trying to figure out ways to win a game, and, and they're going to become – I mean, in this gym. I mean, you're, you've been here. With, uh, they've been physical. I mean, a couple of years ago, they had one of their guys get kicked out of the game. I don't remember if you hit, he hit, uh, hit Zach Sellius and. Um, this team plays really physical, really hard, and, and you know, our guys got to be ready to hit first here. Reflecting back to something I began the interview with, and that is kind of the, the mood or the
1: vibe of this group. Yes, it's tough what happened at Santa Clara, but what's the strength of this team in being able to shake off a loss to come back strong in the next game? We think about the UVU loss. You go on the road, win the next game. The Vandy loss, you win the next game. And I hear a similar type of setback, and you've got another great challenge to do the same.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean. It, the thing we we kind of get back to about is these guys we got a bunch of great guys right and and you know um, today we kind of just ended our meeting on just asking each single guy what they're grateful for it's a special group with a ton of energy and they give it all for this team so they think about it we bring it up with them and it's really important that these guys are really enjoying what they're doing and realizing why they're doing it you know it's meant to for them to lay it all in line for each other because they did that last night. It didn't come out our way, but they're laying on the line for each other and playing hard. It is a great group, uh, led by great coaches, and you're one of them, Cody. Appreciate
1: you and the time you take for these pregame chats. Have a great game against Pacific. Thanks so much.
2: Thanks, Rubes. You're the man. All right, that's BYU assistant coach Cody Feger and Greg Rubel. A- appreciate uh, both of their time getting that interview. And I want to focus on something that they were just talking about at the very end, the question that Greg asked Cody uh, in terms of this team bouncing back and, and showing that toughness uh, all the time. And really, if you followed this team this entire season, that's one of the themes that we have all talked about about this team. You know and we always bring up the the Mark Pope has never lost back to back regular season games as the head coach of BYU, and it's fun to talk about that, but there's a reason why that happens. And it's because it is instilled in them that after things maybe don't go your way, like Thursday night, then you get back in, you make the changes that are necessary, you refocus, and you go out and take care of business the next time you're out there. And this team has proven time and time again that that's what they're going to do. Now, beyond anything that you can look at with the record of Pacific being 0-4 in the WCC, having lost seven in a row, you know, this is a game BYU should win anyway. I'm even more confident in BYU because of what we've seen in them previously after Adversity, how they come out. That's why I think this really is all about BYU, and uh, I look for big, big things from the Cougars tonight. All right, coming up next, we will head to the Spanos Center in Stockton, California. Our courtside conversation with Mark Durant coming up right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durand, who joins me from the Spano Center in Stockton. Good evening, Mark. How are you? Jason, my friend, I'm in Stockton. And a lot of times you're
4: jealous of me. Maybe not so much uh, for this one, but it was still a beautiful day. And we're watching some BYU hoops. And that man, Jason, that, that last that game the other night hit me harder than uh, I can remember in a long time. I mean, that was really, really hard. So if it's just me, this nobody no announcer guy feeling bad, imagine how these coaches and these players feel. Uh, you know, to have that game won, it was so hard to... Hard to get that lead at the end. And it looked like they, well, we got it, you know, because BYU's been so good in those situations as long as I can remember. And it's kind of gave it away. And that's hard to swallow. That would have been a great win. Turns out, like you were mentioning earlier, it's not, not a terrible loss. And Santa Clara's going to give San Francisco right now everything they can take up on the hill. But man. Uh, I mean, if you win that, it would have done a lot for you. I mean, it doesn't yeah. hurt you too badly, but it would have done a lot. Sure. And you're maybe looking at top 25, and you start talking about good seeds and all those things. So that that one hurt. I'm kind of rambling on about it. It's a little therapy for me to talk to you about it. <laughs> but, man, it, that, was, that was really rough to watch that finish.
2: Well, okay. So we talk all the time, and I... You know, finished the last segment talking about the resiliency of this team. Coach Fieger was telling Greg, you know, they were they were talking about what makes this team uh, so good in its ability to be resilient coming off of a loss. What what do you believe is the key for not allowing things like what we saw on Thursday to linger into the next game and into games, you know, beyond that? What what do you think that is? Is that is that the overall leadership of the team? Is it the coaching staff? Is it all of it? What do you attribute that to? Well, one of the
4: best ways to not lose two in a row is have a really good team. So that helps. you're not likely to lose two in a row. I mean, the odds are in your favor because you're good. And I think this team is good, but there's obviously more, to, more than that. I think one of the reasons this team is particularly good at it is the leadership of Alex Barcelo, number one. I mean, the guy's a winner. Uh, he's a senior. He's going to make sure the, the guys, you know, are in line and doing what's right, making the right plays and making sure the mood in the locker room is right and approaching the next game with, with the right attitude. Because, you know, listen, it can get away from you, uh, whether coaching staff or players. I mean, if you lose, that that's a whole thing. And you're miserable, and it, it's an opportunity for cracks to get uh some ice in there and expand and get worse um so if you have any cracks it's gonna get worse when you lose if you don't have any you're probably gonna be fine uh but every team has cracks and you know maybe this guy i should be playing more than this guy and what did he do and then i mean it's a dangerous situation which is why it's such an impressive stat to to not have the two losses in a row. I, but I hate it when Rebelle tweets out how many games it's been uh, th- that they haven't done that because then It seems like every time he tweets one of those out That's the game that it ends and I don't want that to happen. I'm not saying Greg Rebel's a jinx or anything I you know he would get mad at me if I if I said that about him I mean, you not as you know, you don't want to get Greg Rubel mad at you Jason Shepard, but you don't get on um, you,
2: do, you do not want to do that <laughs>
4: you do not want to do that But. Uh, you know, I think, I think with uh, Alex Barcelo leading the team, Tijan's senior leadership, and the, just the caliber of young men you have on this team and the quality of coaches to identify, you know, what needs to change, what needs to work, and, you know, where, where to, to massage some people and where to get mad at some people. I mean, that, all, like you said, all those things go into it. BYU's been very good at it. Pacific is without one of their better players. They've had a long, hard stretch. But let me tell you something. One of the most dangerous things you can encounter in in Jack Hanna or whatever wilderness shows is a wounded tiger. And it's fitting that they're named the Tigers because imagine how much this game would mean to them if they were able to win it here at home. And you've had a tough season. They're not going to go to postseason. This is a great chance for them. You saw Santa Clara storming the court after after that win. This is a big, big chance for Pacific, and so you better be ready to go. And Pacific gave everything BYU could handle in that first half at the Merritt Center. Now they're here at home, uh, and uh, I don't think they fear BYU, and they're gonna come after BYU. So um, this is gonna be a real challenge to keep that streak alive.
2: Okay, so we certainly both expect BYU to be better in this game. From a specific standpoint, what areas do you expect the Cougars to improve from Thursday to tonight?
4: Well, the number one has to be turnovers. I think they had 18 the other night. Basically lost in the game, in my opinion, and particularly the the last turnover, which was the long pass, uh, that, that was a killer, obviously. But they had 17, I think, against Pacific in Provo. Most of those came in the first half, took much better care of the ball in the second half and went on to an easy win. Uh, I think for Pacific, who doesn't have a lot of offensive firepower, they're going to have to create opportunities through turnovers. Uh, They shot the three really well in the first half, went one for 10 in the second half. They're going to need to shoot the three pretty well to have a chance against BYU tonight. They're going to have to rebound well. be you d- demolish them on the boards in the Merritt Center. But I think the turnover, if you're talking about what this team can do to improve uh, from Thursday night and from the last time these two teams played the turnovers, this team shouldn't be getting that many turnovers. They should be 12, you know, 12, 14 at the most. 14 is a bad game. You know, 8 to 10 is a good game. And they have been above that a lot this year. They need to really focus on taking care of the basketball. It's just too valuable. You know, t- well it's not valuable you know the game's you know uh, 40 minutes long and you know teams score 150 points combined but y- you can tell how valuable it is when you see the last possession against Santa Clara you, you lose by one point that's how valuable it is that's that's one possession where you just kind of took your eye off the ball went out of bounds you didn't score you lose because of that play and it's not c- because of that play necessarily obviously but that's how important each possession has to be, and you have to treat it that way. Make smart decisions. That's not I mean you're not aggressive and trying to do things, but really value the basketball, and I think BOU does that here. They should be fine tonight.
2: Why do you think, because I mean, the coaches have talked about this all year long, um, certainly in the ga- in games where they struggle, turnovers are certainly something that's brought up. Why do you think that's such an issue this season? Is it the lack, is it a lack of focus that you were talking about? I mean, is it, cause I mean, you know, sometimes you, sometimes turnovers come because you're just trying to make the extra play and, and you're being really, really aggressive and you, you like the idea behind it. The end result doesn't work out the way you want. What do you attribute the turnover situation to? Well, there's a couple things for me.
4: One is you got younger guys, you know, your Fuses and your uh, Atikis, and even guys new to the program like Seneca uh, Gideon George has always had a little bit of a turnover problem for me, especially when he first first gets in the game. He's been better lately. I give credit to Gideon. He's he's gotten better, which kind of shows you that you can get better with a, with kind of a determination to, to not turn it over. And he's been better. The the other thing I would say, I'm not going to say this team is is selfish, but in any respect, I mean, it's a good assist turnover team. They they share the ball. They I don't think it's about it's about being guys being selfish necessarily, but sometimes guys try to do too, maybe it's try to do too much. Uh, they try to do it all on their own. Uh, too much dribbling, get in the paint, leave your feet, got nowhere to go with it. Uh, and it's an aggressive move, but you end up turning it over. Uh, I, I think sometimes discretion's a better part of valor. You know, you don't always have to go to the rim to score it. You know, if it's not there, kick it, kick it out, make the right play. So, I mean, uh, uh, that might not be the right answer, but those are the kind of things I see as some ex- inexperience in youth and newness to the program and then maybe a desire to, to do a little bit too much and try and force things, which uh, often does not end up good. It often ends up with a turnover. And, and so I, I guess that's what I'd go with. But really, one of the things about this team when they know they have a game where they have to do something like rebound against a really good rebounding team or take care of the ball against a team that turns you over, if it's a real focus for them, I think they can do it. But you just it has to be a focus every single game, especially on the road, especially on the road, because yeah. those mistakes are magnified on the road. Sometimes you can get away with it at home because you got your crowd and you're feeling good. But, man, you have to take
2: care of the ball on the road. I, I'm looking forward to this game for a couple of reasons. Number one, I... I Fully expect BYU to win this game but I, I'm expecting an angry BYU team I, I said this in the last segment I think they're gonna be hyper focused and I actually look for BYU to win big I, I think this is one of those games where BYU is upset they know that they had a game that they should have won that that they weren't able to get and I, and I think they come out and have a big big game today
4: well, I'm never gonna argue with you man because you well, you always pick the Chiefs to win and they always <laughs> win so you must know what you're talking about but I tell you what what I'd like to see is, by the time you come on to give your update, uh, 16 minutes or whenever it is, I'd like to see by all you have five to 10 point lead because you you've got to establish yourself early. This is a Pacific team that's down, doesn't have a lot of confidence, hasn't won a game in forever, and you need to start out. You need to be that way. Like you're talking about, angry, come out and and get off the right on the right foot because if you give them a little sniff. They're going to think, well, maybe this is our night, you know, and maybe we, maybe we can do this. And if you're behind or it's close after, when, when you're talking to us that first time, Jason, okay. BYU might
2: be in for a long night. All right, I'm calling it right now. You're, the, the timeout that you're referencing when I have my first scoreboard update is the under-12 media timeout. I'm telling you right now, when I come on the air for the under-12, BYU's lead will be 5-plus. Okay,
4: I'm telling All right. you. And, if, and if it is? BYU going to go to victory? If not, it's going to be a battle. All right.
2: I like it because I know I'm going to be right, <laughs> which means BYU is going to win. Mark, great stuff, man. Always uh, appreciate the time. All right, my friend. Have a good one. There we go. That is the great Mark Durant. want to remind you stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap things up before we get you back out to Stockton. This is Cougar Pre Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason
2: Shepard. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics, the Cougars, and the Tigers from Stockton. Before we get you back out to Northern California, I want to remind fans, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza with the BYU victory tonight. Pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com on Monday using the online promo code BYU50. This offer good at any Utah location. That's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Up next, it is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU basketball. Ball. on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Listen up, Cougar fans.
1: Now's your chance to get a $100 bonus from Mountain America Credit Union. Simply open a new MyStyle checking account and sign up for e-statements and direct deposit. It's your ticket to amazing rewards, loan discounts, and a $100 bonus. Open your MyStyle checking account at any Mountain America branch or macu.com BYU100. Account must remain open for at least six months or bonus will be debited at closing. Membership required based on eligibility. Some restrictions apply. Mountain America, the official 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 Credit Union of BYU Athletics. Cougar fans, it's time to gear up and get ready for some BYU sports. The BYU Store is the number one source for all your quality, authentic BYU clothing. We carry the latest Nike sideline clothing just
3: like the BYU players and coaches wear. The official BYU basketball game day shirts are only $10.99. Get into the Campus Store, the Stadium Store, or online at byustore.com
1: for the widest selection and best pricing of BYU clothing and accessories. The BYU Store, official outfitter for BYU fans everywhere. How can a bank create value for its community? How about its customers? For Zions Bank, creating value
5: means helping local businesses succeed. It means helping unique mom and pops thrive. It means helping each person in our neighborhood grow. We've done it for nearly 150 years and we'll do it for
2: 150 more. For banking you can always count on, Zions Bank is for you. Visit ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank to see these principles in action. Zions Bank,
1: a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC.
0: You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio.
1: You can take BYU Radio with you wherever your destination may be. On a road trip, you can listen to us nationally on Sirius XM Channel 143. You don't have Sirius XM? Get the free BYU Radio app and listen to our live stream you want to tune in later, listen whenever you want by finding BYU Radio on podcast and downloading episodes from your favorite show. Wherever you're headed, we're not going to slow you down. You might even say our love for our listeners knows no bounds. Take us with you. BYU Radio.
0: the Cougar Pregame game Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel.
1: We are live inside the Spanos Center in Stockton, California, home of the Pacific Tigers, currently sharing the cellar in the West Coast Conference with Pepperdine. Both teams winless in WCC play. Pacific 0-4 in league, 5-13 overall, and on a seven-game losing skid, BYU 17-5 on the season, 5-2 in league, and needing to get back on track after Thursday night's late-game fall-apart at Santa Clara. Time now for our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And tonight the coach talks about the process of processing that loss and turning the focus to a struggling opponent in Stockton.
5: Well, it's it's just quick. You know, win or lose, you got to digest it. and It's usually a long night, and we're actually not allowed to have access to our guys after a game. Um, And so... It's a conversation in the locker room and then a ton of work as a staff and then kind of uh, going through the whole deal in the morning first thing and then like consciously and um, verbally putting it to bed and moving on because there's such a short prep time uh, emotionally and physically and intellectually that you just got to go. The whole point of this season is to come is, is is to grow into the best team that you can be. That's why you have a season. I mean, sometimes we think about having a season to just win a lot of games, but the whole point is to is to get yourself ready so you can be a great team in the postseason. That's what this that's what basketball is about. And um, and so you know you can learn a lot of lessons from wins. You can learn a lot of lessons from losses. You can learn a lot of lessons from playing well, and you can learn a lot of lessons from playing poorly. The key is that you got to learn lessons. and And um, this team's been great at that actually all year long. It's one of the really incredible attributes of these guys and how they function is that they're really hungry to find ways to get better and improve. And, um, you know, that's just not successful guys in a season or in a game but it's successful with people in the in the scheme of life what they do and how they digest it you know sometimes the wins are harder to digest than losses and these guys are good at digesting it all Some losses are tougher than others, and you had a
1: tough loss against UVU, bounced back on the road, and won your next game. You had a tough loss against Vandy, won the next game, and and you're in a similar situation here tonight against Pacific, a team that's struggling and looking for something positive.
5: Well, I don't know. I think every loss is equally devastating and tough. I think they're all really tough. Fortunately, we don't do that very much here. Um, But, but, you know, losses give you, you know, just like everything else, give you an incredible opportunity to grow. That's our
1: goal. This specific team hasn't won a game since they played you at your place uh, three and a half weeks ago. A uh, game you won by 22, but they gave you a game in the first half especially.
5: Yeah, it's, it's a really good team. I mean, they're competitive with everybody they play. They're really, really physical. They cause a lot of problems. Um, you know, they shoot at one through five. In fact, their starting five man is shooting 60% from the three-point line and shot second most threes in conference of anybody on their team. So the floor gets really, really spread out, and that that can make things super challenging. And on a night where they're making shots, uh, they could be extremely difficult to guard, and, and they're a good defensive team. You know, they, uh, they show a lot of different things, you know, They just played Portland and they switched one through five ball interchanges and away from the ball the entire game. And so it gives you some weirdness. I'm not sure, you know, how they'll come out against us tonight, but um, you know they present a lot of problems. Uh, you know, they're they're a good team, and, and and you know as always, every game that you play on the road is really tough in league. It's just like, you know, you just throw out all the stats and throw out everything else, and you understand that you know this game is going to be harder than the game was Thursday. That's the truth about basketball, and only the really ins- the real insiders in, in the game that have done it understand that. Um, and so uh, we're looking forward to the challenge tonight. It's going to be really tough. And finally, you've hit the halfway point in league, and
1: uh, this last month should be uh, tremendously exciting.
5: Yeah, it is. It's, I mean, it's a great league this year. Games are super competitive, top to bottom. Um, every game matters. Uh, and so it's, it's what league play is supposed to be, and certainly it is in the WCC this year.
1: Coach Pope, thank you for the preview. Have a great one against Pacific, and we'll talk to you postgame. Thanks, Rick. That's Mark Pope. Time for tonight's now. Keys to the game brought to you by Ford, Built Ford Proud. Mark Durant has his keys to tonight's contest. Turnovers, Greg, turnovers. Had
4: 17 against Pacific. Most of those came in the first half, as I recall. I had, what, 18 the other night against Santa Clara? Got to take care of the basketball. I think if they do that, they're gonna they're gonna be able to handle Pacific. But that's a that's a big if for this team at times this year. They've struggled turning the
1: ball over. Break time now. And this reminder that Smiths has all your fresh game day grilling favorites. When you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smiths fresh for everyone. The BYU store. Cougar Tip Off Show coming your way next, live from Stockton, California, on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. And from inside the Alex G. Spanos Center in Stockton, California, this is BYU Basketball. The Cougars tonight play to extend their win streak over Pacific to eight games and hand the Tigers their eighth straight loss this season. It's a quad four game for BYU, which under Mark Pope has never lost a Q4 contest. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Jason Shepard is our studio host. Our control board operators are Tanner Graff and Corbin Radford. Terry South is our coordinating producer. BYU radio engineers are Barry Squires and Sean Fay. Trevor Rich is our broadcast intern. Good to have you with us on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Sitting alongside us also is BYU basketball communications director Tyson Jex. Well, Mark, in one sense, uh, BYU losing at Santa Clara was by no means a deal breaker. Quad two loss to a good team and on the road. By another token, it's symbolic of the fine line BYU's been walking this season. Uh, the Cougars have now dropped uh, three quad two games with kind of late game missteps or or uh, you know bounces the wrong way, winnable games either way that have turned into losses, losses that could be reflected in seeding on Selection Sunday should be why you stay in the field. The Cougars are agonizingly close, Mark, when you think about it, to a 20-2 and two record right now.
4: Yeah, I mean, you stay up at night thinking about that kind of stuff, but uh, I tell you, every, really, really good teams – uh, have some good luck. I mean, you have to have that too. And the better, the better the team, the better luck you have usually. But you have to have a little bit of luck. And I'd, I'd say that the, the frustrating thing I think you agree with is just the fact—not that BYU lost the games, which is understandable in any season—but uh, the fact that they were in such a good position to win the games and to and not not finish it up. I mean, all those games they were ahead last five minutes and last minute or whatever, and and, and just didn't come through and get the job done, which is frustrating that really good teams don't let that happen I mean you lose some games last second shots those kind of things but the fact that BYU was in control in a lot of respects in those games and didn't uh follow through and, and what about coach Feeker talking about in the pregame is is now the time is just make sure that doesn't happen again make sure that you know your mind's right you don't make those mistakes again and that's because there's going to be more games like Santa Clara for BYU
1: this season and they're going to have to find ways to get the wins that's Mark Durant, break time again, as we tell you that mouth-watering Hawaiian-style food is minutes away from the Marriott Center. Fresh off the grill, chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp, all at Coconut Island Grill. Who has the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for? Text the word ALOHA to 61090 for a 15% discount off your next visit. Text the word ALOHA to 61090. Coming up after this break, we'll hear from Pacific Assistant Coach Jason Levy. As the BYU store, Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Stockton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel.
1: You are listening to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show live from the Spano Center in Stockton, California, ahead of BYU and Pacific. 17th WCC meeting between these two teams, BYU 13-3, including a 6-2 record here in Stockton. Pacific having a rough go in the first season under new head coach Leonard Perry. The Tigers 5-13 on the season. They've lost 7 straight and 10-11 of 11 coming into tonight's game. A short time ago on the floor, I chatted with Pacific assistant coach Jason Levy to get a read on what the Tigers are trying to hang on to as they seek to emerge from their late-season struggles.
6: We're still together. They're working really hard in practice. Obviously, a good test for us. This is an excellent BYU team. Very impressed with them. Their level of consistency it was a tough game for them last game, but I thought they played well. They just, you know, turned it over at the end. It was one of those games they should have won.
1: Agreed. Uh, we see Luke Abdolavich in a walking boot tonight. Uh, he led you in scoring it at, at BYU. What do you do without Luke tonight?
6: You know, next man up mode. I mean, you just got a next guy has an opportunity, he's got to come and play. I mean, obviously we'll miss Luke, but it is what it is. I mean, they just got to. It's an opportunity for somebody else to step
1: up. We expect that guy to be Nick Blake tonight in the starting five, at least. Or is it too tough, too close to call?
6: Yeah, Nick Nick's played better. You know, he gives us athleticism. He gives us length defensively. He could shoot the ball and he could create off the bounce. So I think you'll you'll see a lot of him tonight.
1: Are you leaning leaning even more on Alfonso than maybe you were even a few weeks ago at BYU? How's he doing for you?
6: He's been good. You know, he's just been a little inconsistent. You know, but he's a good kid. He works really hard. Uh, he's playing better. You know, he's rebounding the ball and he. And he He's been, he's been better, actually, so we like what he's
1: bringing. You guys come off the loss at Portland, a testament, a testament to the strength of the league and how much better Portland already looks to you. Would you agree with that? or?
6: Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a game we could have had, really. We won most of the game, and then we kind of. Stop defending like we were. We did an excellent job in the first half defending. But, yeah, they're they're a solid team.
1: What do you like about what you did at BYU? Uh, and what would need to replicate itself again tonight for you to be where you want to be?
6: The first half, we played a good 20 minutes, I thought. We played really good in the first half. And then we kind of lost our defensive uh, intensity. So, I think if we can kind of stretch it out more against them. I mean, they're a tough team. They got shooting. I mean, this point guard you guys got is as good as I've seen. And Barcelo. Oh, no question. I mean, he shoots it off the catch. He shoots it off the bounce. He... He, he leads others. He's a, he's a nice player. I, I had no idea he was just good until he played with you guys.
1: Finally, coach, uh, motivation level uh, for the Pacific team heading down the stretch. What, what are you guys going to point to?
6: Just keep playing hard and being consistent and staying together. I think that's the most important thing. We got to lock in every day, get better, get better, and then the wins will come. I truly believe that.
1: Coach, thank you for the time. We'll see you in Vegas. Good scene. All right, that's Pacific assistant coach Jason Levy. We'll have more of the BYU Store Cougar Tip Off Show right after this. Live from the Spano Center in Stockton on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Triper Bell.
1: Coming up, staff at the bottom of the hour here, it's BYU and Pacific. Here come the Cougars, by the way. And arguably, Mark, a louder ovation than we heard a moment ago for the home team. I'm looking straight across from us, and uh, I see maybe four or five Pacific fans in the sea of blue. So that should tell you something right there. Cougars looking to complete the season sweep of the Tigers after a 73-51 win in Provo back on January 6th in BYU's league opener. Mark, this BYU team has a number of players playing very, very well right now, led by Alex Barcelo, Tijon Lucas, and Fuseni Torone in particular. But BYU also has about the same number of guys kind of struggling right now. The Cougars need more guys on the same performance page to end up where they want to be, I think.
4: Well, this team's always been about almost winning by committee, different guys doing things every night. But it would be nice to see a little more consistency and guys. Like Spencer Johnson, for instance, has just lost a little bit of his confidence and poise. He does a lot of good things for you on the floor, but he, he seems to have lost some of that confidence. And Caleb Lohner has been a little bit of a roller coaster late. And I just want to, don't, don't worry about scoring so much. Just, you're such so talented, so physical. Move your feet on defense, get those rebounds, play smart, do the right things, don't force things. and. Uh, you you kind of go down the list, but uh, it, it, there's always a, a, an ebb and flow of guys playing good and not playing so good. But you'd like to just see a little more consistency from some of those main guys Are get a lot of time you can't have kind of the, the the nights where you don't show up. You got to do something on the floor for your team. And and too many of those nights are happening for BYU.
1: And the hope is that uh, tonight, a lot of guys and the team get right after Thursday's setback at Santa Clara. And again, as we said earlier, Santa Clara already played today and lost at San Francisco. Big win for the Dons. They were in danger of losing a third yeah. league home game. And they were down 12 in that game to Santa Clara. So big comeback for USF, and now USF takes that to shot in the arm into Provo next Thursday. Well, BYU men's basketball is dunking on cancer, folks, through generous donations. Each BYU dunk during WCC play will raise money for BYU Simmons Center for Cancer Research. For more information on the Kooks fight against cancer, go to SCCR at chem.byu.edu. Some final words before tip-off, and your national anthem coming up next on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: The Cooper Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside.
1: We are coming to you live from the Spanos Center here in Stockton, California, ahead of BYU and Pacific. Our tip time set for a 6.35. I think we have time to catch our national anthem before the break. Let's do this. We will break, get our last commercial spot in, and then come back for tip-off of BYU and Pacific on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.